2: a whole day since i stopped so you could hold me hello people shout away strong in the faith lord you are the refuge that i can't wait to get to cuz i can't let it day go can't let it day go by. all right here we go you for the joy that you bring to my life ooh. and ooh
1: It's a love so true I can never get enough of. You, All right people. This, this is Jamie own. Grace as you I'm about to as you know. My worship on,
2: take me away. It's a beautiful day. beautiful day.
1: All right Melanie, I am a person. <laughs>
2: it's a beautiful day. Yeah, All right. Yeah. yeah. beautiful beautiful, beautiful. when trouble sings. So today we have like a not a, big, not a, big a lot.
1: have a lot to cover people. Mm-hmm. So do me a favor. Share this out. It's where and we're at. Please and thank you in advance. And if you feel like you, it, do it a couple times during the show. Uh-oh, it skipped.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, here we go. This is Jamie Grace. And of course as always I got to thank my beloved bear face.
0: You do, though.
1: Yeah, I
2: do. He's wearing blue today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful
0: i adjusted my chair so got to so adjust the camera. Then.
1: So my big hair measures out with your long head. Yeah, it does. I've got no room for doubt. You'll always be the beautiful I sing about.
2: There ain't no limitations
1: to your So I, I have been told recently that I should sing in church.
2: And there's something about the
0: way That's a good place.
2: Love on my face.
0: But
1: what if I don't want to?
0: Well, the piece of the library
2: take me
1: away on this beautiful day yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's a beautiful
1: day. yeah, yeah i know we make yeah, this look easy now we do it's a day. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: all right people we have so much to talk about yeah, oh my we do. gosh you guys there's a ton for, the, for and i'm not kidding you for the last almost 3 hours i have been looking at the news and I've been trying to figure out like what is it that I want to talk about and share with you guys that's super important. And all I can tell you <laughs> is that I think I have something like I don't know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Maybe ten song ten ten songs, ten stories, which I seriously doubt we're gonna get through in the next <clears throat> ninety minutes. But we're gonna try. We're gonna make a good old college try, people. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but first, I want to share something that's been on my heart. Yeah. So, um, so you guys know that this has um, been a big life-altering change, right? For me, it has. And I have to tell you that it's been it's been uh, it's been good. You know, I've missed you all. True story. I mean, when you do this every day, you kind of miss your peeps. You know. Um but you know I see you on Facebook or or on Twitter or in my Instagram box or sometimes you send me emails or text me. By the way, if you're not on my text message list, you can do you can still join that by texting Bible news to 33222. And I also have a brand new keyword should you should you choose to join me on this. Um and I'll talk about that in just a second, but I want to get back to my, my my first point before I forget the thing that's been on my heart. So I've been, I've been thinking a lot about, about ministry and leadership and growing old. <laughs> True story. Okay, look, I'm 50, which means I'm half a century old and I'm going towards 51. Of course, Bareface, he's like way older than me at 55 and, you know, it's funny because in a couple of weeks, Randall and I will have been married 27 years. And I've been thinking about it a lot. I've been thinking about how, wow, we've been married over half my life. I mean, seriously, we've already been married over half my life. But you think about that. And then you think about the calling and the purpose of your life. And and for me, uh, this thing has just really been on my heart. And I want to encourage you because I think that some of you may feel the same way that i feel um you might be wondering you know what is it that your um your gifts you know and your calling what is it what what do you want to leave behind in the world right um you know because you're not going to live forever (laughs) at least not in these fleshly bodies with bones and muscles and stuff um and so for me i was thinking about i do this show i love this show this show Is the call of my life I mean when I got born again way back in 1982 and God captured my heart rescued this young kid from like a very perilous life I was living in danger from severe abuse and stuff Um, God gave me an evangelist and a teacher's heart I mean that's what he did He he gave me the gift of exhortation he gave me the gift of teaching and mercy I know some of you might not think so but you know it's there And I started thinking about Nehemiah, you know, and, and in the book of Nehemiah, and I don't have specific verses laid out for you right now, but if you know your word, you you can go back and look through Nehemiah. I'm pulling out the big principles here. Nehemiah was commissioned to build the wall, to rebuild the wall that had been taken down. And I think that um, all of us as believers in Yeshua, We have our job, too, to help repair the breaches that have been broken and to build the walls. Yes, let's build the wall, people! (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, but, But we are. We're actually trying to build the wall, and we're trying to repair the breaches, repair the things that the enemy has broken and tried to destroy. And I thought about it, because when he appointed people... To the different various gates around around Jerusalem, there's different gates. And the people that he appointed, uh, he specifically chose certain people to guard certain gates. And he chose those people for a specific reason. It's because of the gift and the talent that they had. And if you read the word very closely, one of the things that you'll see is you'll see that that they had their tool in one hand. And they had this, the word of God, in the other, or they had their sword, right? And so that got me thinking about what is it in modern day uh, vernacular um, that you and I both possess if we're followers of Christ? And that is that we have the sword of the Spirit, we have our salvation, we have God's word. We can confidently, you know, declare the glory of God and and everything that He tells us to. And he has us positioned at the gate where he wants us to be but my question is how many of us have kind of fallen asleep at that position that we're at like you know how many enemies have been able to get through where you're the one that's supposed to be guarding it you know and and i'm just gonna say this i don't know i have no idea but if we look at that holistically as like the whole of america there's a lot there's a lot that's come in that has been destroyed because God's people haven't been doing the job where God has appointed us and called us to go. Now, I'm not saying this to cast judgment or anything. It's just an observation. And, and I was thinking, and really it's been on my, my mind a lot the last couple of days, because as I was going through the news to look at, one of the thoughts that came to my mind was, oh, here we go again. We're going to look, we're going to look at more headlines that have to do with Islam, homosexuality, the moral decay and destruction of America, um, the, the future, um, one world order, uh, the way that we're all being spied on, we live in a surveillance society, the very fact that we're all on phones and the internet looking at each other, right? I mean, you're looking at me, I'm looking at your dots or your name or your text, whatever. It, it. It talks to how we are united, we're connected, but there's also a nefarious evil plan that's really, you know, hovering over the world because there are mean evildoer puppet maskers behind the scenes who are really going to try to take over the world. There's going to be an antichrist, right? There's going to be a one world order. Whether or not anybody wants to believe it or not, <laughs> I believe the word of God and it's in there, just so you know. So as I was thinking about it, I was thinking... Hmm. All right, Lord. Look, you called me to be a watchwoman for such a time as this to expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness and to encourage your people. So that's what this show is about. In the event you're new, you have no clue who this woman is with big, fluffy, curly hair. Okay. Now you know. My desire, though, is to also build people up and encourage you in your struggle. Because I get the struggle, hashtag the struggle is real, <laughs> which is why I, I decided to do the Unstuck Club uh, new phone call called Team Unstuck. And what Team Unstuck is, is simply a 30-minute call that I'm going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, because I'm not going to do it on Friday because I have the show here. But every, every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 6 p.m. Central, in as much as it is possible with me to do it. For a half hour, uh, if you are somebody who wants accountability in your life, spiritually, or in any area, you wanna be encouraged to move forward with assignments and a question of the day that will stimulate you to grow, grow. then I want you to join my text message list so that you can join in on the call. It's a free call, it's absolutely free. I'm not charging for it, nothing. I really, will, I really believe that's part of the reason <clears throat> That I'm doing what I'm doing the way I'm doing it, and the the few people that were on it this week, uh, who were kind of my first people on it, um, I think you guys liked it. At least that's the feedback I got. So if you want to join that, please text Team Unstuck to three three two two two. It's the same number you 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 text the, the term Bible News to. Uh, it's that's how the the company works. That I I do it. But if you want to be on the Team Unstuck list, text. Team Unstuck to 33222 and join that. And then every day I will send out a text letting you, reminding you about the call and then your assignments that we assign afterwards. And the following day, we'll go ahead and we'll hold each other accountable and share where we're at. I bring this up because in my business with Ladies of Justice, I've been on a call. That's an accountability call that has actually encouraged me for the last six months of my life to move forward, to do the, the job that God has called me to do in that arena. And I can tell you in the days I don't get on that call, I'm like, Ugh, you know what? Forget this. This is too hard. <laughs> the days I stay on that call and then I actually take action, I succeed at what I'm I'm going for. And so I want to be there. I want to help you out for, for that. So join me in that. All right. Randall got on the screen and I think he was going to, do something but
0: i was wondering if it was uh one term
1: yes it's one term
0: like no spaces in between
1: yes team unstuck that's how it's it's a keyword um and by the way i should say hi to people i can see now so i can see some of you in there i can see annie hello annie nice Um, to see you QT lady you are here yeah you are melanie's here mama jean is here percy pastor garrett is in the house I see my friend Rachel and Angie, and I don't know, let me check over here, see if there's anybody over somewhere else. We are on three platforms, so for those of you watching the replay, I know that you are super bored during this time, but why don't you come and join us live, hmm? That's my question to you. Can't you take out a 90 minutes of your day, one day a week, and be with us live, hmm? Okay, anyway. <laughs> uh... Let's see, we're on YouTube as well. Oops, wait, I better do that. Stop that. And we're on Twitch, right, Bareface?
0: Yeah. Uh, Forrest right. and Jeff over there on uh, YouTube. And three anonymous viewers over there on Twitch.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, three anonymous people on Twitch. You know what? I, was almost, I almost thought about taking our show off Twitch because I couldn't ever see anybody over there. So I started to ignore Twitch, to be honest. I was like, whatever, we'll just... <laughs> So if you're ever on Twitch, hey, thanks. Thank you for being on Twitch, you people. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Just say hi with whatever screen name you are. I'm sure it's not your real name, you know, uh, all that. But let's get into the first story Randall um, highlighted because I think this is a good story. And by the way, a lot of the news I'm sharing tonight is good news. Just so you know, try not to depress people. And I'm trying to wait for the page to load. (laughs) I have, like, the spinning beach ball of death constantly on my show, on my computer, because my computer's, like, seven years old, and it's like, (gasps) could you flip the page already? Wait, I can't do it. I'm so old. Ah!" No. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I got to find the story. There it is right there. Okay. All right, so this is from CBN News, which is the Christian Broadcasting News Network. Uh, and it's titled This Woman Escaped a home a hopeless existence as an abused Muslim wife to lead fifteen hundred Muslims to Christ. And there is a video bareface, but I, I don't know if you want to play that or not. But I'll read the article. So it says here no one would have thought a Muslim woman in Iran who was simply trying to stay alive in an abusive marriage in Iran would one day lead two churches in Sweden, bring more than a thousand former Muslims to Christ and be invited to speak before the queen of Sweden. I don't know about you, but that's pretty stinking cool. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, living in darkness in Muslim Iran, as a young woman in, in a Muslim culture, Anita Parson was powerless and in, insignificant. Her only hope was that she might one day find a good husband and she did but he died suddenly in an accident and then she found herself trapped in a second marriage so violent that she expected to die um she told us that during her abuse i didn't know anything it was darkness it was a really bad life and um randall my computer is frozen so i can't scroll up on my own computer (laughs) so let me find over there on that screen where I can read it. There it is. Okay, and although she writes about the the abuse in her book, Stranger No More, uh, Par- Parson doesn't like to talk about it now. Okay. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Randall's font is like 4.0 font, so it's like super small people. So, okay. And she said it's not that easy to talk about that. Beaten with a shovel and a suicide attempt. Parson admits being beaten with a shovel by her then-husband. As a battered wife with bruises and cuts all over her body, Parson eventually tried to kill herself with pills, but she survived. Her daughter, Roxanna, uh remembers when her father threatened to slit her throat when she was just a small child. We wanted more cookies. Super normal. And we ran up and we were like, More cookies! More cookies! And he came up with a knife, put it to my throat, and said, Ask for cookies again. About her mom, Roxana said that she was striving to just survive for us, just survive to make a better life for us, and maybe that was something God had implanted in her so that she would have something to hold on to. Fleeing Iran only to land in a Turkish prison, then faith in Christ. Anahita Parsons' journey to Christ and across two continents is the stuff of Hollywood movies, one that would include several brushes with death. Parson, her husband, and her children fled Iran through the mountains to Turkey in 1984, where she, where she and Roxanna faced more danger before landing in a Turkish prison. They would finally make it to Denmark, where she divorced her still-abusive husband and also heard the gospel for the first time. Then she moved to Sweden, where she and her two children walked into a church and prayed. We are Christians from now on. Her beautiful ending became becoming a pastor in Sweden. Anahita entered the ministry and has led more than 1,500 Muslims to Christ. She leads two churches and trains other churches how to reach out to and disciple Muslim background believers. Former Muslims hungry for the God who loves fill her church each Sunday. Parson believes this was foretold in Jeremiah chapter 49, verse 39. But in the latter days, I will, will restore the fortunes of Elam, or Elam, declares the Lord. It is about, is it Elam?
0: Elam. Uh, Elam.
1: And Elam is Persian, Parson said. And when I read that, I know that it's about us. It's about all their life. its It's amazing. God told Jeremiah at that time, and it's happening just now. But Muslim immigration has also made Sweden a home for dangerous <laughs> radicals. And Parson told us she has received death threats and lives with the knowledge that she could be killed. Parson said Sweden is a free country, but it's dangerous, too. She says she sometimes wonders if she'll be killed by Islamists in Sweden. It's very possible. As a young woman living what what seemed like a hopeless existence in Iran, Anahita Parson saw no plan and no purpose in her abusive marriage, only random violence, but God had a plan. God loved me, and he was in my life from the beginning, Um, she said. Sometimes when reflecting on her life, I think, wow, it's beautiful. Isn't that great? And, you know, I I know that there's controversy, you know, in the world about Islam. And I know there's many types of different Muslim believers, just like, or Muslim practitioners, rather, just like Christians. But um, here you know we kind of see the dark underbelly of islam uh where this woman unfortunately was beaten by her husband who no doubtedly followed the quran and believed in sharia that's my guess you have any thoughts on this bare face
0: well other than to say that i i think it's wonderful that she came out of that existence and i'm kind of curious why he why she and you know all the whole family are uh, now ex-husband, and children why they fled Iran. Um, just kind of curious about that. As soon as they went together, it wasn't like she was escaping him.
1: My guess is they fled Iran because of the persecution of believers over there.
0: Well, they weren't believers at the time, though.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right.
0: So hmm. so I'm curious about...
1: It's probably in her book. Probably. Maybe maybe it was a way that... Uh, that um I don't know. Oh wait, let's look at some comments. I just saw this comment here. I got a So, Jennifer Murdoch, a nice Muslim name, <laughs> says "Allah Akbar, Zionist <laughs> propaganda radio." <laughs> well, yes, I would be I would admit I am a Zionist. I I believe in Yeshua and I love the Jews. Yeah, I do. Is there any other comments in here? I thought there were some other comments, but I know it looks like it looks like you guys have been kind of going in and out. <laughs> Hey, you know what? If you don't like our show, you might want to listen to it more because you might actually like it in the end. You might go, oh my gosh, this is really a cool show after all. Mm -hmm. It's hard to hate me. Just saying. I know a few people have tried. Now they're my friends. (laughs) You listen? Good. All right. So you listen and and then you can, you know, rate the show on a scale of one to ten at the end. You gotta stay till the very end though. Can't you know otherwise the rating isn't legit. Just so you know. Okay, all right. Um <clears throat> oh, wait a minute. Okay, let's see here. I'm gonna take that here. Tonight's show is brought to you in part by a very slow computer. So as I go through these <laughs> these articles, just so you know, it might actually, you know. Take a minute, because my computer's like... Okay, so the next story, Bareface, let's let's cover is the Gillette story, okay? So, the Gillette story um, is... This was kind of interesting. My friend Stephen Black tweeted this out earlier tonight. I was like, what's this? And so I read it. So, the title of the article is, Gillette comes from within a whisker of disaster. Yeah, it does. Disaster. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, Yeah, okay. So anyway, so it says here, Gillette comes within a whisker of disaster. Okay. So August 2nd, that's what this is, by the way. 2019. Your stupid boycotts will never make a dent in a company like P&G. One liberal scoffed back in January. Turns out they didn't make just a dent. After a string of male bashing, transgender shaving ads, the parent company of Gillette got nicked so badly Market experts wondered if the brand would survive or will survive. Gillette's CEO insists that uh, the radical activism was worth the price. Let's hope so, because so far that price is a whopping $8 billion, people. $8 bucks. Or smackaroos. Or, you know, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of dough. So, to most customers, a razor company dabbling in gender politics never made sense in the first place. Gillette used to be the, be, quote, the best a man can get, unquote. Now the company can't even acknowledge what a man actually is. Things for the brand started to unravel earlier this year when P&G, that's Procter & Gamble, gave the green light to a controversial commercial about the culture's, quote, toxic masculinity. And we did actually um, cover that. The idea, CEO Gary Combe, 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 I don't know, anyway, said at the time, was to reach millennials. Weeks into the flop, even he admitted it backfired. (laughs) Uh, But instead of ditching its politically charged messages, Gillette dug in deeper. On Father's Day, the company finally went too far, launching an ad about a dad teaching his quote, son, unquote, who happens to be a biological girl, how to shave. That did it. Conservative groups like one million moms activated warning customers that unless they wanted their money to support an ideology pediatricians called child abuse, they better find another razor. Based on this quarter's report, an astonishing number of Americans did. P and G reported a net loss of of about five point two four billion or two (laughs) point one two well like twelve dollars and two cents. Twelve cents per share for the quarter ended June 30th due to an $8 billion non-cash write-down of Gillette. For the same period last year, Reuters explains, P&G's net income was $1.89 billion, or $0.72 cents per share, at least for now. The company's executives are refusing to blame their liberal politics. Instead, CFO John Moeller found another culprit. Beards. That's right. P&G is actually writing off its monumental fail on the rise of facial hair, lowering shaving frequency has reduced the size of the developed blades and razors market. He tried to justify on a call with analysts, and he can't even like give the, give the Duck Dynasty guys like credit for that either, can he? No. <laughs> no. I have to admit, just a side note, the, the Duck Dynasty, you know, Duck Dynasty family, you know, they kind of made long beards really popular. And they are actually kicking butt over on YouTube on a new on a, a new show over there. But but it's quite amazing here in Middle Tennessee how many men I actually see with beards, and I think certain men look really great with beards. Some men they don't need a beard because
0: what about this one?
1: You you look handsome either way because you're so hot. Well, thank you. But it takes you forever to grow a beard. But once you do grow it, because it takes you forever, you're super hot and handsome and hunky.
0: As well, I, always, you I know, you make Z- my
1: heart go pity, Pat. Yeah, you do. Oh. Can't you hear that?
0: I can hear your hand on your chest. Yeah,
1: well, it's kind of my heart. Okay. Okay, anyway.
0: Well, I think Easy Top, you know, made beards cool long before. Duck Dynasty? Was, yeah, before the Robertson clan became famous. Well, anyway. It's two-thirds of them.
1: Anyway, so the article goes on to say, some shareholders <laughs> might buy that, but most shoppers agree. It's time for companies like Gillette to look in the mirror. Political activism never pays. Just look at the fanatics at Target and Nike whose stocks took a nosedive (laughs) for offending... That was my fun way of doing a nosedive. (laughs) ...for offending Americans' basic sense of decency and patriotism. Even so, some companies are pressing forward despite the fallout. Just last month, grocery giant Whole Foods surprised everyone by sponsoring a drag queen story hour... Even Nabisco's most famous cookies, Oreo, and Chips Ahoy have spent 2019 waving the transgender flag. But the reckoning isn't just coming, it's here. So the next time someone tries to tell you that shopping your values doesn't work, or one person can't possibly make a difference, remember Gillette. It only takes a handful of committed shoppers to send a message. A former Walmart CEO, Bill Simon, explained on Washington Watch, the very, very best way you can communicate your concern is with your wallet. Companies are in the business to make money. Yeah, they are. And you know what? They actually, the, the ch- these boycotts do work, even though it can kind of be annoying to sign up on some of these other websites and like sign a petition and all that. I've been boycotting Target, what, for like three years now? Something like that. With the exception of getting some sheets from my dad, because that's like the cheapest place I can find them, because, you know, I need cheap sheets for my dad. I have not shopped at Target with with that one exception in over three years. So it's like, (laughs) and I have a lot of friends, say they're like, Target, no! You know, the, the T sign with the zero in it. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, did you know, okay, the Apple story's next. How many of you believe that Siri is spying on you? How many of you believe your your phone is spying on you? (laughs) How many believe that your computer is spying on you? How many of you believe Facebook is spying on you? Or Google? Or YouTube? Or iTunes? Or all of the above? Yeah, you do. You know you do. But you know what? We've grown so accustomed to it, being spied on, that it doesn't even bug us anymore. You know what I mean? And by the way... I actually should tell you another story and I'll tell you I'll tell you that in a little bit. But the other story has to do with Medicare and twenty three and me and fraud and identity theft. So I'm gonna write that down before I forget it. Wait, hold on a minute. So I'm gonna write this down. I didn't send you that one bareface, but don't worry. We'll get to it. Don't worry. Okay. But this article, Apple says its contractors will stop listening to users through Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, isn't that special? Yeah, oh, they say it's gonna happen, but the question is, is it really? Alright. So it says here, Apple announced Friday it would stop using contractors to listen in on users through Siri to grade the voice assistance accuracy. An Apple whistleblower had told The Guardian that the contractors responsible for, quote, grading, unquote, the accuracy of the digital assistant, regularly overheard conversations about doctor's appointments, drug deals, and even couples having sex. Which I wouldn't want to know that part. Or the drug deal part. Or the doctor part. I don't care. Who do you go to the doctor? It's none of my business. Anyway.
0: Just, just, uh... You know, of course, you know, if you've got the phone's microphone is on, it's not just when you say, hey, Siri. I mean, the microphone has to be on in order for Siri to respond. So
1: You know it was the funny part? So,
0: was... <laughs> so it's always on. they're always the potential to listen to anything that's going on, even right now, if, you're, if your phone's microphone is not blocked.
1: When I went to California and stayed at Jennifer's house, I, Jennifer has this little back little house at her house. I got this house all to myself, right? So anyway, Guest I w- house, guess honey. little, yeah. So I'm in there and I wake up because she has this Echo in there. I guess it was a Siri.
0: Or was it Amazon Echo?
1: Amazon Echo. Yeah. Anyway, it it couldn't connect to the internet. And every day it hey. would, it, it would wake me up saying, we need to connect me to the internet. You know, and I'd be like
0: out of my watch
1: i didn't even know you were in here until you you woke it's like it came alive okay anyway so back to this article so it says here an apple whistleblower told (laughs) whistle i don't know why that was funny to me an apple whistleblower had told the guardian that the contractors responsible for grading the accuracy of the digital assistant regularly overheard conversations about doctor's appointments i know i already said this Um, but drug deals, and even couples having sex. Their job was to determine what triggered Siri into action, whether the user had actually said, hey, Siri, or if it was something else, such as the sound of a zipper. (laughs) (laughs) Apple said it would suspend the global analysis of those voice recordings while it reviewed the grading system. Users will be able to opt out of reviews during a future software update. We are committed to delivering a great Siri experience while protecting your user privacy said Kat Franklin, an Apple spokeswoman, in an email to the Washington Post. Yeah, you know what? There's more to this article, but I think you got the point.
0: Yeah, I I think the next paragraph is important.
1: Okay, you want to read it? Because I just shut the the article on my screen.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um... Because my
1: computer's like... It's taking a lot of energy to...
0: As uh, says, many smart speaker owners don't realize that Siri, Amazon's Alexa, and until recently, Google's assistant keep recordings of everything they hear after their so-called wake word to help train their artificial intelligences. Hmm. Google quietly changed its defaults last year, and assistant no longer automatically records what it hears after the prompt, Hey Google.
1: Hmm. All right. So you guys over on YouTube, do you have any comments about this? Forrest, Jeff, Barbara, if you're there. Whoever else is coming in, if you're all there. We know you're there. We can see you. Yeah, we can. So can God. Do you want to say something? I've, I've, again,
0: <laughs> I think it's amazing. You know, back in... Let's see, 1930s, when did George Orwell write 1984? I don't remember. I don't know.
1: I'll have to look it up. Siri! (laughs) Hey, Siri. Just kidding. I don't know. Somebody quick, contact Siri, find out the question to that answer, or the answer Uh, to that question. Danielle is there.
0: Anyway, but... Hello, Danielle. The sort of fear is that Big Brother would, you know, place, you know, cameras and listening devices and... You know that there would be this sort of um, interjection or this placement, but but now, how what really turns out is we've actually purchased these things. We bought these. We purchased these spy cameras and bugs. These spy microphones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They tricked us all.
0: And and
1: they did. They were were smart.
0: And we're delighted to use them. You know, what's the sake of privacy, you know, for a little convenience, a little convenience to say, hey, Siri. Um,
1: hey, Siri. Don't or, make me call out your name. Or Alexa.
0: Or hey, Google. All right. And then get some, you know, useless trivia okay, let's, knowledge. Let's... But, you know, the fact that someone, you know, here here we have an internet connected microphone and or camera. In the case of yourself. I mean, who could possibly misuse that? What could possibly go wrong?
1: Hmm. Nothing. We're all trustworthy people. Yeah, we are. Look into my eyes. Do you believe it? Do you believe me? Hmm? Do you? Do you believe? Do you believe? Okay. All right. Let's 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 read some inflammatory news now. Okay? All right. LA time? <laughs> yes. Okay, now caveat here on this article. I did not write this article. I don't even know this pastor that they're talking about. Just so you know, I do not know really the depths of what these people have read or said. Just so you know, I'm actually just going to read you the article and you can make up your own mind. But I thought that you needed to, to know about it. That's why I picked it to read. But I didn't make it the flaming headline, just so you know. Okay. All right. So this is titled... Um Radical Baptist Church preaches LGBTQ hate just miles from California's capital. hmm Alright, so this is what it says here. It says Pastor Roger Jimenez or Jimenez. Jimenez? Jimenez. Jimenez. Oh. Oh. Jimenez. Jimenez. Oh. Jimenez. Okay, is that good like ¿no? Espanol? Is that my accent? Accentuate the positive. Okay, <laughs> Pastor Roger... Say it. H- H- M-
0: Jimenez. He always messes me up. Jimenez.
1: Randall took Spanish lessons forever, and by proxy, I had to learn Spanish kind of like this much right here. But I'm white, okay? I'm not Spanish, so don't expect me to use the, you know, <laughs> Melanie's spelling it out. Him and as. Him and as. Thank you, Melanie. Melanie is good for lots of stuff.
0: <laughs> you've got a you've got a channel, Charo. He no, knows.
1: I know. I do not have to channel Charo. No, <laughs> if, I'm me. I'm white. I'm not Hispanic. I don't speak Espanol but, except El Pollo Loco. And so, just so you know. Anyway, I'm going to sound like a white woman saying a, man, a Spanish name. Okay, just okay, so, okay. but
0: just I, if, yeah, whatever.
1: Except you correct me, so you can't just say, whatever. Because as I read it, you're going to go ahead and correct me. Interrupt my flow of thought, reading, as I'm trying to read this and deliver this news seriously and dramatically at the same time.
0: Well, if you stall, then you hesitate. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> anyway. Pastor Roger Jimenez implored his congregation at Verity... Baptist Church to separate themselves from the ways of the world, or the modern world, the modern wicked world. Mm-hmm. Burn your Harry Potter books. Trash your rock and roll CDs. Don't vaccinate your babies. By the way, we, we will be doing a show on that at some point. Stay away from gay people. The United States of America is on a rainbow colored boat and we've got to shake that boat up,
0: Jimenez
1: said. Speaking of some 400 people in an overflow crowd that included dozens of young children staring intently at Bibles and giggling when pastors yelled. Jimenez was met with shouts of amen and letter rip. Yeah, Letter rip. Okay, so if I go down in history as the hardest preacher against homos, praise the Lord, he added. Nah, don't get mad at me. I'm just reading the article. Okay. Here in the capital of the state that is the vanguard for the so-called liberal resistance, parishioners gathered last month for the red-hot preaching conference featuring some of the most virulently anti-gay pastors in the country. Jimenez started the conference in 2016 after gaining national notoriety for praising the mass shooting of 49 people at a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida. (sighs) Okay. So, I read this, right? and I'm still choosing to share this with you, but I have to ask you something. Is that true? Because I don't know that it is. Maybe he did. I don't know. But if this man did that, then shame on him because that's not nice. And it's wrong. And nobody should be rejoicing when people die. Especially if they don't know the Lord because, you know, just saying. Goes on to say, the conference's seven preachers are part of a network of about 30 churches called the New Independent Fundamentalist Baptist Movement, which experts on hate and extremism say is growing and spreading violent rhetoric over the Internet in an era when hate crimes against LGBT people are increasing. Well, that is debatable. I I doubt that that's actually true. But I can tell you that there's a lot of hate crimes that the LGBT community commits against themselves. That's probably increasing because they get busted all the time for lying about it. The conference took place in Jimenez's storefront church, six miles from the state capitol. Several pastors, including this guy, I'm just going to call him Jay, just because, you know, it's easier for me to say, um, had called for the U.S. government to start executing LGBT people. All right. That is something we should not do too. Just so you know, (laughs) we should only execute people, in my opinion, who kill other people. And it's been proven that they did it unequivocally, you know, life for life, in my opinion. So if you kill somebody, then you should get the death penalty. That's my opinion. All right, going on with the article here, it's certainly not the case that they're in some out of the way place like small town Alabama, said Heidi Byridge, director of the intelligence product at the Southern Poverty Law Center, which uh, has labeled several new independent fundamental Baptist churches hate groups. They're in a major cities like Houston and Sacramento, Los Angeles. They found inroads in places where you might not expect this kind of extremism. Okay, so wait a minute. So, Houston, I could see anti-gay stuff going on in Houston. Sacramento? Eh, I don't know. Los Angeles? That's kind of surprising, to be honest, because L.A. is pretty liberal. Um, hmm. Anyway, it says here, although California is famously left-leaning, there are large swaths of social and political conservatism. Yeah, there are. Mm-hmm, including in parts of Sacramento County, some 4.5 million people in the Golden State backed President Trump in 2016, and there are movements to create a sanctuary city for guns and the car of a separate state of Jefferson out of California's rural conservative northern counties. When it comes to gay rights, the, the state spent years in court battling the voter-approved Proposition 8, the 28th The 2008 measure that banned same-sex marriage until it was overturned in 2013 by the wicked court of the land, by the way. A new IFB church recently opened in El Monte. Another will open in Fresno in August. The new IFB movement was started by Stephen L. Anderson. Okay, well, there you go. All right, I didn't read that far before I picked this story. Stephen Anderson is a butthead. Uh, and he needs to like not be a pastor, just so you know. But anyway, he uh, he is a native and a pastor of the Faithful Word Baptist Church in Tempe, Arizona, who garnered headlines in 2009 for telling congregants he prayed for the death of President Obama. A day later, a congregant went to an Obama appearance in Phoenix carrying an AR-15 assault rifle. Hasn't Steve? Hasn't this guy been like kicked out of America? I- Well, anyway, he goes on to say among the pastors associated with Anderson's network is Grayson Fritz, a Knoxville, Tennessee pastor and detective with the Knox County Sheriff's Office, who in June called for the arrest and execution of LGBTQ people. Fritz took a buyout from the sheriff's office in July and continues to preach. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know. Right, Angie? Ah. In Sacramento... Most of the pastors were fresh off another event held in June just outside Orlando, the Make America Straight Again Conference. Just so you know, headlines, you know, most of America is straight. Like 97%. Just so you know. At least. Approximately. Okay, my computer is stuck. (laughs) I can't move my screen, dang it! Okay, so you gotta carry on. Okay. Or make that text way bigger, because I cannot read it at, like, two-point font.
0: Jimenez? 33? <laughs> <laughs> abriendo? No. Um, you tuned
1: in for this, people. No. Yeah, you did. Jimenez33
0: yeah. opened it by saying that although the media pro- the, the depict gay people as, quote, a little flamboyant, unquote, and, quote, kind of funny, unquote, He believed they were a danger to children. That belief, also cited by Catholic bishops seeking a scapegoat for sexual abuse by priests, has long been discredited by studies showing no connection between homosexuality and pedophilia. Just so you know.
1: (laughs) Uh, I gotta love the media.
0: Quote We're not making, we're not advocating taking the law into your own hands, but here's what we're saying. If the government would put them to death, it would make America safe again. Menace said, here's all we're saying is that when they die, we don't feel bad about it. That is, that is so wrong.
1: <laughs> well, I'm thinking the logic is very flawed.
0: Extremely. The, the
1: only people homosexuals are hurting are themselves, really. Yeah. When it comes to physically, right? you know, they are hurting their own bodies. I mean, really.
0: That's the CDC saying that. I mean,
1: right? Okay. Uh, did the spinning B twelve death stop? <gasps> it did. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh no, it's back.
0: I mean, I don't know. Do we?
1: Well, I. Uh, what do you think of this article? Okay, because look, see this. This is what gets me because look, homosexuality is an abomination. Yeah, Sorry. it is. Bible says that in more than one place. It absolutely is an abomination, the right. Old Testament it was a penalty for death, okay in the uh, old, in... among
0: many other sexual sins
1: yeah, okay, but what I'm saying is that um you know there's like these guys are not talking grace, love and transformation they're talking no. co- total condemnation and right. and uh that's they, that's not what God calls us to
0: no, they need to they need to study again. 1 Corinthians chapters five and six, that you know God judges those who are outside. It's our job as believers to judge only those who are inside. Uh, you know, quote inside the church, those who name themselves as believers. You know, brother or sister in the Lord. Those are the ones we to judge. The, the you know people on the outside. Uh, you know, are gonna people of the world are going to behave like the world and so it said certainly we must share the gospel with them and a message of hope the message of love a message of forgiveness um we can share that sin is sin but there is a there is a remedy for sin there is um god yes. who loves and you know who became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of god in him i mean that that is the message Not, 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 we, you know, we take, we're not sad when they die or any such. That's, that's so wrong.
1: Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I had a half brother die of AIDS. He was gay. Just so you know. Okay. So uh, let's, let's talk about our sponsors for this show. And then after this, we're going to talk about how the House unanimously passed a $67 million. Gay reparations tax bill recently. Mm-hmm. Mommy Activist covered it. We're gonna we're gonna read what she had to say about it. But first, Ariel Ministries. We love them. And they love you. Yeah, they do. Uh Ariel Ministries is a messianic Jewish ministry and you can get Bible teaching from a Messianic Jewish perspective. When you go over to Ariel Ministries, uh you can use the coupon code Bible News uh and save twenty percent with the coupon code you on anything in there in the store. If you go to ariel.org, <laughs> there you go. People, I did it. Yeah. Um and I encourage you to do that. Um cuz it's great Bible study material and you're going to get it in the context in which the Bible was written, which is super important. Um and it also shows Ariel that even though we've cut back a couple days a week to the weekends, that you're still spons- you know, you're still listening to the show, you still support them for supporting us. And we all win, right? And if you're a pastor, I really encourage you to get their stuff, too, because you can use it. Dr. Fruchtenbaum is brilliant. He's a brilliant scholar, uh, highly respected throughout the world. Um, And, you know, his his ministry has changed the lives of of probably millions of people. And yet he's not, like, the biggest name in the world. But anybody who knows him, you know, knows his work. So check out Ariel.org. Use the coupon code BibleNews and save 20% when you do that, okay? Also, um, if you want to donate to this show, because you love us so much, you can do that over on our website, BibleNewsRadio.com. There is a donate button over there somewhere.
0: On the Give.
1: On the Give page. There you go. Uh, and yeah, just donate, set up a reoccurring, a payment, become a pillar of the community that I got a couple, I got like three or four of you who are pillars of the community. So if you want to join that crowd of three or four, then, you know, <laughs> set up your reoccurring donation and that actually helps us out. And, um, of course, if you want to, uh, become a member of Legal Shield. I and ID Shield. I do want to share with you a story I heard. I read this this week, um, and it had to do with Twenty Three and Me. You know the DNA, you know place, um, and it was interesting because there's um, there, there's a big long uh, article and a video presentation done by the guy that did this report on Twenty Three and Me, basically talking about how um, some scoundrels, because they all are. Target old people, you know, elderly people, and like get them to donate like a swab of their genes, their genetics, with 23andMe kits in order to claim tax, uh, insurance benefits, not tax, but insurance benefits, because they get thousands of dollars for this stuff, for research purposes, for medical purposes. And so the question was raised, how dangerous are these kits to you know you being at risk for genetic fraud. Anyway, I thought that that was very interesting because Medicare was mentioned in the article, and so was um, 23andMe, and there was a, this very interesting um, article about that. Now, also, you guys probably know if you if you don't know, Capital One was breached this past week. Uh, I actually have friends who are ID Shield members who, when I told them this, they were like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, uh, I got to sneeze. Hold on a minute. <laughs> okay, maybe I can't sneeze. Um, <clears throat> anyway, Capital One was breached, which is a lot of people, just so you know. And um, And then, of course, the Equifax settlement from 2017 has come out. And they are offering uh, $125 to anybody who was breached on that, um, and they're actually hoping that most people don't claim that because they can't afford to pay everybody. I mean, it's it's ridiculous how much they were breached. So I encourage you. In fact, I got to show you this. I don't right, see if it will still if it's still here on my phone. Um, right, yeah, here it is, right here. Literally, right before I came on the show. I'm going to shut these alerts so you can't read those. That's not really that important. I'm going to clear that one off, clear that one off, and I'm going to clear that one off. But I'm going to hold this up. I literally got this right before this came on. It says 59 minutes ago. I don't know if you can read this, but ID Shield Plus gave me notice that there is now a new registered sex offender in my area. So there you go. After the show, I'll log in. I'll see if it's anybody I know. <laughs> so, so we don't, you know, ID Shield doesn't just, uh, you know, monitor credit. It monitors a ton of other stuff, and um, and we also have a new bureau three bureau plan that monitors all three bureaus. Uh, for an individual, it's fourteen ninety five a month. So basically, fifteen bucks a month for an individual, and it's thirty for a family. Up to 10 children under 18, uh, which is pretty good. If you got a big family, then that $30 plan is, you know, that covers a lot. You get a ton of stuff monitored. You get a brand new app. By the way, if you're a member of mine, I have called you to let you know about the upgrade. And in the event you have not downloaded the new app yet, you need to get it. Okay. The other thing is Legal Shield. This is a $25 a month thing, 25 bucks. To protect your family to get a will done to get unlimited access and counsel from attorneys Um, and you know things that you would not normally think you're going to use this for you will believe me Um, i heard a story this week and i was sharing this with some of my friends earlier this week Um, somebody actually was in an apartment and they got attacked and bitten by all these spiders and they went down to their um, their um, landlord and they said hey you know i got I got all these spider bites after I moved in here, you know, you need to take care of my apartment and spray it. So these things all die. And the landlord was like, whatever, you know what? You need to go to the doctor and you need to get those bug bites checked out. And the young lady that this happened to was like, no, you need to clean, you need to exterminate my apartment. You need to get it sprayed. And the landlord was being a jerk and kept insisting that she go to the doctor instead. So she was a legal shield member. She pulled out her phone. She took her app, tapped it, and said, "Okay, I'm going to call my lawyer." You know, it happened within 15 minutes. That guy was spraying her apartment and cleaning it. Um, be, you know, because he didn't obviously want to have to deal with the lawyer. Now, we grow we grow up in a society, and I was sharing this with somebody else too, that. We look at lawyers as as like they're there to defend only bad people you know or to you know get justice for bad people that do stuff to us you know but i kind of equate our legal shield membership to something that gives you the same rights as rich people i was i was sharing earlier with some people on my team unstuck club uh call that i had groceries delivered to me this week from walmart i was like yeah Free delivery and everything. How awesome is that? I never have to go to Walmart again. Down with Walmart and walking through that store because it's so big. Uh, anyway, and I was feeling kind of rich. Like, hey, I'm, I got people delivering me my groceries. Snap, snap. Yeah, there we go. And I was thinking about it. It made me feel rich that, you know, that Walmart delivers, <laughs> you know. Um, how much more so having an attorney in the palm of your hand for 25 bucks a month? And you get a ton of great benefits and you get member perks on top of it. It pays for itself. The value, this is the only product through direct sales that you'll ever buy that the value of it is far outweighs the actual cost of it. If you sell some type of health nutrition product or makeup or jewelry or something like that, your customer is paying way more for that product than that product cost is. With Legal Shield. it's completely opposite. And um, anyway, that's why it's one of the fastest growing direct sales companies around. And that's why it's easy to sell because people see the value uh, and all that. So if you want to sign up, let me know. Uh, actually, I, guess I should tell you this, this month, um, I really would like you to sign up this month. And here, I'll tell you why. Because this month we are having, uh, for um, our, our thing, we are do we are selling memberships for charity and recognition. And so what that means is that Legal Shield is asking us to sell five memberships this month. If we get five sales this month for our membership, then we will get our name into a drawing and then that drawing will get um you'll we'll be we'll be able to if if we win that, which hopefully we will, I've won one already. <laughs> I have pretty good luck. But if we win that drawing, we get a two hundred and fifty dollar uh, credit card to give to the charity of our choice. And for me, I would, I want to give that to uh, Camp Horizon, which is a local camp here in Tennessee. It's a nonprofit that actually sends children who have cancer to camp and their siblings who always get left behind also to camp. So that's where I would put the money if I win. And I, I want to be in the drawing. So, you know, if you guys want to help me reach that goal, if you're not already a member, then you know contact me and we can do this we could also get in this contest by allowing me to share the opportunity i don't have to even sell it to you but if i just share it with somebody that you want to know about it that also can get me into the drawing to get that that gift certificate so either way is good get in touch with me so that we can you know hopefully get the charity card and get those kids like some more money that wouldn't that be awesome bareface I think it I think it'd be totally cool,
0: yeah, it would,
1: yeah, it would okay, all right, so that's our uh that's our sponsorship and our you know thing um and all that, okay, so <clears throat> a couple of days ago, I got this message here um, how many of you saw this when I posted it on Facebook? House unanimously passed a sixty-seven million dollar gay reparations tax bill. Uh have you have you guys seen this? Okay, this is um this is not fake news. This is real news, people. <laughs> i was gonna say. Oh boy. All right, so it says here on Wednesday, <clears throat> the Democrat-controlled U.S. House of Representatives unanimously passed a controversial gay reparations bill. That will entitle same-sex couples to millions of dollars in tax refunds for their, quote, marriages, unquote, which were not previously recognized under federal tax law. LifeSite News reports, quote, the PRIDE, and that's all caps, which stands for Promoting Respect for Individuals' Dignity and Equality Act. Um, yes, I did, Melanie. Um, removes sex-specific terms such as husband and wife from the federal tax code and allows couples, quote, married, unquote, while the Defense of Marriage Act, which protected states and the federal government from having to recognize same-sex marriages from states that chose to recognize them to claim tax refunds for which they were ineligible. You know, as a marriage counselor... (laughs) Anyway, moving on. The U.S. Supreme Court struck down DOMA, that's the Defense of Marriage Act, in 2013. The Washington Blade, which is a homosexual magazine or newspaper, reported that the Joint Committee on Taxation put the estimated amount the feds could have to pay out if the bill becomes law at $67 million. The Pride Act passed the House on Wednesday by a voice vote, meaning lawmakers were not required to put vote on the record also known as them being chickens.
0: Yeah, if this is such a you know, monumental... Well, they're all Democrats.
1: So that tells you something. You
0: know, then, then why, why not associate your name with it? I mean, of course, if, you know, if it was unanimous know, among the Democrats, then everyone who was...
1: But, it says next, notably, no Republican resisted. Which irritates me. And you know what? Donald Trump probably wouldn't resist either because he's pro-gay. But whatever. Okay, so it says here, The Hill noted that New York GOP Representative Tom Reed expressed a technical concern about the legislation but supported its core purpose to, quote, make sure our tax code is reflective of the law of the land as it has been declared by the Supreme Court. First of all, the Supreme Court does doesn't not, de- doesn't, declared. it doesn't dictate the law of the land. And and the sooner that we all figure that out, the better, but whatever. Uh, In passing the Pride Act, Democrats are honoring our diversity and providing long overdue justice to countless same-sex couples across the country who have been denied critical tax refunds because of who they are and who they love. Democrat House Speaker Nancy Pelosi proudly declared, according to CNN, calling for the Senate to, quote, quickly pass and reaffirm both the bill and its incredibly controversial message. As we previously reported, presidential candidate Senator Elizabeth Warren, who is a Democrat in Massachusetts, recently came out in support of this type of policy, later introducing a similar bill in the Senate, the Refund Equality Act. (laughs) The federal government forced legally married same-sex couples in Massachusetts to file as individuals and pay more in taxes for almost a decade, Warren said of her bill at the time. We need to call out that discrimination and make it right. Congress should pass the Refund Equality Act immediately. As LifeSite reports, it's not yet clear whether Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell will allow the bill to be put to a vote or whether President Donald Trump, who is something of a centrist on LGBT issues, will sign or veto the bill. He's not really a centrist. He's got homosexuals in his cabinet. He's also promoted the decriminalization of homosexuality all over the world just so you know <laughs> he's not centrist on it at all he's completely he's in support of it okay um, in my opinion anyway needless to say this joke of a bill is not without its opponents even within the lgbt community itself in a june editorial for the washington times Tammy Bruce, a Fox News contributor and gay conservative, wrote that the gay reparations bills are purely an exercise in power by the pandering, LGBT mafia-controlled left. What Ms. Warren doesn't mention to people is the IRS already allows everyone to amend the last three years of returns, Instead, she wants couples to be able to amend their tax returns for the entire time they were married in one of the 10 states, allowing gay marriage prior to federal recognition. But why stop there? What about all the gays and lesbians who never had a chance to marry at all because of the Clinton administration's Defense of Marriage Act? We should go after them for that.
0: Yeah, we should. Ooh, the Clinton administration? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that has to be asked because this has nothing to do with tax fairness and everything to do with reinforcing the politics of resentment and victimhood, she argued, for the Democratic Party machine. However, there can never be success. There always has to be a new appended wrong or violation, some new campaign to convince you that victimhood will never end, and you must always resent, well, everyone. Amen. Yeah, that's not, it's not good for your health. Just so you know. So, Bareface, what do you think? What would it be like, like if all of a sudden we had a Christian Reparations Act, you know, for all the persecution against Christians and stuff in America and all the dumb things that, you know, we get persecuted for or picked on for.
0: Like what? LGBTQ hate?
1: Yeah, that would be one of them.
0: Or, you know, um... <laughs> you know... Christians have enjoyed Christian privilege for most of the history of the United States, for most of U.S. US history. I um, think
1: because we helped found the country.
0: Yeah. Anyway, well, there you go. It's, it's an unfair advantage. We're haters. Oh, I admit it. Uh, but Tammy Bruce is spot on. Uh, you know, it's about this never-ending victimhood. And, uh, you know, not to pick on, you know, LGBTQ there was another one recently added. I know the LGBTQI, but the the E for, ecosexuals. It, and, yeah,
1: and they're trying to add pedophilia too. Yeah, minor attracted persons. M, M,
0: yeah, M for minor attracted persons. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, I was going with that. Yeah, there are those um, uh, Democrats who basically made. Uh, victimhood and in industry you know they'll go into a community that was content or you know at least complacent and and convince them that they were victims of something or some way you know uh, disparagement or inequity and yeah. and then they you know bring it up in some lawsuit or whatever and and you know they may make out really well and then um uh, and then they move their you know, move their act to the next town where they stir up discontentment and yeah. and convince people that they're victims and...
1: well there's some there's some comments here we on Periscope. So Angie says meanwhile they are taking away teachers' tax deductions on school supplies needed for their classroom. Don't even get me started on the whole education thing. Um, I we had a blessing this week. We got to meet with my friend Denise. You guys know Denise Smith. She was, um, you know, she's been on the show talking about health and nutrition and stuff. She's got some really interesting people. She's introduced me to. We're gonna be talking about some of the, um, hopefully, some of this stuff in future shows. Um, but some people who've uncovered things in the vaccination world who actually were thrown in jail. And threatened with death because they exposed things that the government didn't want, exposed people just saying. Um, anyway, so yeah, we there's a lot there. So Aqua Lung 669 says, No, they did not stop the lying. And why have I not heard about this anyplace else? Well, probably because you're not reading conservative media if, if you haven't heard about it. And Melanie says, What about the LGBTQ stealing the Christian rainbow? Actually, Melanie. It's not the Christian rainbow. The Christian rainbow has seven colors, sometimes I more. Eat a natural yeah. rainbow. Yeah. Sometimes actually has more, but the the gay rainbow has six colors. They left it. They left one out. Um, okay, I'll leave you with this. Religion is the opium of the people. Marx, and six 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 says shut up. Well, shut up, jerk. Says six 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 six. Okay, yeah. All right, and then there's a debate it comes. Okay, whatever. Okay, and I know. The, okay, well, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see how much more time do we have? All right. Minutes. Okay, so I got two stories left. I got the the Orthodox Christian one. We got three. Or I got the Katy Perry one. What's the other
0: one? Sixteen good things that happened.
1: Oh yeah. Well, Wait. heck. All right, we'll get you guys to vote. Okay, so what do you want to hear? The one about the orth- Orthodox Christian Bishop who is under criminal investigation for comments he made on homosexuality and anal sex. Katy Perry being losing a, a thing or 16 good things that happened this week that deserve national attention and critical acclaim. <laughs> It's your pick, people. This is Friday. Our free for all Friday segment just starts right now. So you just have to just have to pick which one you want. So tell us what you would like to hear more of. Hmm. Uh just put in, you know, I'll wait for five people to respond. And uh and then we'll we'll go with the majority vote. How's that, huh? While you're while you're responding, I will take some a drink of water. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Right now, I'm going to do that. Sorry for the replayers. Cheers to you people. Sure you can. You e-trademark rainbows. Okay, that doesn't have anything to do with my question. Yep. Besides, my question of the day was, do you care about cardio? Do you? You should, you know. It's good for your heart.
0: Hence the name. (laughs)
1: That's why it was funny. Okay, hey, where are all the votes coming in? I don't see anything. Voting for something positive. Option three. Angie wants this the good things. Okay. Alright, so that's one. One for the good stuff. That's kind of my secret hope. But don't tell anybody. <laughs> Alright, so wait, we got one for the good for the for the good thing. Yes, cardio. No. We're not gonna talk about that. I need five people now to vote, okay? Look, there's more than five of you watching. We just got one vote so far. Don't make me get my gavel. You do not want me to slam it and say you're out of order, do you? Do what story I want you don't know? What? What were the options? Seriously? are you people not listening to the options i gave you well, well, let's
0: just move along to the 16 no, good
1: things no wait, 16 good things uh orthodox christian got like what arrested for talking about anal sex and homosexuality a pastor and katy perry was ordered to pay millions of dollars for ripping off somebody's song <laughs> so, what story would you like hmm? this isn't like a hard question a b or c people You're like, well, what does the A, B, or C stand for? (laughs) All right, we'll do the good things. I I personally think that the other two depressing stories can wait until tomorrow. All right, let's do the positive stuff. Because after all, 16 good things that happened to this week that deserve national attention and critical acclaim. Yeah. Besides, it's Friday night. You want to sleep. Go go to bed thinking happy thoughts. Right? Okay. So I got to find the article, though, over here on my page. Um, okay, hold on a minute. I got to find the article. Here it is right there. Okay, so there's 16 happy things here. Now, the first thing that is super happy, why, I don't know. I really don't understand why this is such a great story, but um, it is number one. This dad successfully and accidentally grew an amazingly uh Lorg. Lorg cucumber, which I think that's supposed to be large, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I agree. That's why I started the show, Gina, with that story. But number two is my favorite. Number two, uh, we number two, we were given the adorable mother child pick we craved. So this mother parrot posing with her newly hatched baby bird. <laughs> Now, those of you guys who know I love birds, kind of related to some, uh, know that those those two parrots down there, aren't they the cutest things or what? Are those absolutely cute? Birds are awesome. By the way, I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about how God is so cool that he created birds with all these really cool colors. I mean, if you watch my Instagram page, my stacy.lynn.harp page, I post bird pictures almost every day. And the vivid, bright colors of these feathers on these birds are, it's just crazy. You know, how crazily vivid it is. It's just, it's just crazy. It's, it's like, and so look at those pretty birds. Aren't they cute? I wonder, I wonder if it's a girl or a boy though.
0: Well, the mother we know.
1: Well, yeah, we know the mom is a girl, but you know, does she have a boy or a girl? I don't know. What do you think? Girl or a boy? I think it's a boy. But I don't know for sure. <laughs> How do you tell the gender of a bird anyway? I have not figured that out. Well, anyway, that's number two. Number three, this senior sender had a lovely beach day. Now, for those of you who have spent any time around elderly people, then you know that they like to get out sometimes. And this, this is super cool. I, I guess these are like um, water wheelchairs. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh. Um, you can see the joy on that woman's feet, you know, as she was going, Oh my gosh, my feet are cold and that old man there. Um, you know, hey, you you all really should go and spend time volunteering in a assisted living facility. Just for a couple months, get to know some of the elderly people that live there. Um, and you will have a new appreciation for getting older. Um, you know. Cause, uh, and why certain things like this are caused so much joy. Just saying. All right. Moving on to number four. Um, this brother performed a brilliant slam poem with heart and conviction, which I really don't want to play this because I didn't really care for it myself, but, but apparently that had, um, <laughs> about a half million people talking about this slam poem, just so you know. Okay. Alright, now this was interesting. These cows showed us the true meaning of friendship. So, basically, I don't know, Randall, are you going to play these videos? I can. Okay, well, this one shows a video of a cow that decided to catch up with her friend, also another cow. (laughs) What What does it say that... It's the, not playing. Okay. Well, all it is is a cow running across the land to reach the other cow. I mean, it's there's really... That's all it is. It's just a cow running across the land to catch up to another cow. Why has that captivated millions? Hmm? All right. So, number six. Uh, not only did Australian National treasure Bindi Irwin get engaged, but she also announced that her brother will walk her down the aisle. Like I have no idea who these people are.
0: Really? You really? don't know who Bendy Irwin is?
1: Nope. I'm no clue. Am I supposed to? I'm not in Australia.
0: She's the daughter of Steve Irwin. Oh really? Remember, you know, the Huh. The real crocodile kind of guy that mm-hmm. that died in the freak accident with a Stingray. Stingray, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So Bendy is his daughter, so that's it's a big deal. Huh.
1: Last well, nice. Oh, so that's why the brother walking her down the aisle. Oh, gotcha. Well, see? That's a good story, yeah, people. <laughs> Heartbeat still. All right. Now, this one, if you could get the video to play, this one's really cute. So, this is the low-budget Lion King remake became the only thing I cared about. <laughs> You're probably yeah, wondering. The
0: media isn't working here in, mm. in opera. Let me... Well... Stand by. I'm going to try.
1: I will stand since, by.
0: Since since none of the, uh, since I can't get Wirecast to capture any of the browsers anymore, hmm. the just the Windows, I'm having to capture the whole monitor. Since that's the case, then I can play it in anything.
1: Yeah. After all, we are not like a multi-camera functionality studio. We're a MacBook Pro and whatever it is you're using over there across uh, the table custom from... A custom-built
0: PC, so...
1: Gotcha. Max and PCs can they like you know
0: Okay, yeah. So it works in it works in Firefox, so
1: And they named his daughter after a crocodile? Really?
0: Bindi? That was I... name
1: that was really Gina. Okay. I don't know if that's looking... verifiable. I don't know. Gina would has we'll no have reason to, do a to fact lie. check okay. on that. Well Gina wouldn't lie. Come on.
0: <laughs> well it may be just an urban legend though.
1: Could be. But Gina's way smarter than that. So, no, she said yes, really. I believe her. Let's just believe Gina. Okay, so here is the Lion King remake. <laughs> it's cute. See that? I don't know if you can hear anything. but um, Yeah, okay, they're playing the music.
0: <laughs> that was it. Uh, okay.
1: You can play it again. It went, went by fi- so fast. But let's um, let's do... watch it one more time.
0: Make it larger here. Didn't get the gist of it.
1: Okay, yeah, Melanie is confirming what Gina said. Yeah, Gina said she watched the show all the time, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, you do. See, I try to defend you, just so you know. Girl power. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, we got the spinning circle here. Plus,
1: well, she's the lady of justice. She wouldn't lie. Go. You know, this might get our show killed. You like all the stuffed animals there? That was cute, wasn't um, it? Okay, well, all right. So the number eight thingy. Oh, this was stupid, but cute still. A reporter interviewed a grasshopper on the actual news. So yeah, this this was this. I watched this video. It was really super
0: boring. They swarm over parking lots by <laughs> night and lay low on the ground by day. A pestilence, wow. invaders refusing to state their intentions. When are you guys going to go away? When are you going to leave?
1: Now, if those had actually talked back to him, wouldn't that make news? Yeah, it would. All right, number nine. It was officially confirmed that this little girl can talk to animals. Actually...
0: Everybody can talk to animals. No, but... Talking with them? That's another thing.
1: But apparently, this girl, she, she can get any type of animal to follow her around and stuff. And... I mean, if you watch it, you'll see that there's numerous videos and stuff. But here's the thing. (laughs) Turns out that her parents or grandparents or somebody runs an animal sanctuary. So it's like, duh, she's used to being around lots of weird animals. Not that all animals are weird, but, but yeah, you can see that. Some deer, there she is, hanging out with the deer and two cats. I think that's what that is. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she has a couple of skunks following her in the video underneath her. Mm
0: hmm.
1: Yep. Now, if you don't know the context of her background, then this is amazing. How does she do that? How does she get Flower to follow her around? All right. Number 10. Ethiopia snapped on climate change. Ethiopians planted Ethiopians planted more than 350 million trees in one day as part of a countrywide effort to fight deforestation. 350 million?
0: That's wild. Huh? That's wild.
1: How is it possible to plant more than 350 million trees? That seems impossible to me.
0: Well, if you have a million people doing it.
1: Mm. Yeah, okay guess so. Somebody's snoring.
0: We got 35 million people doing it, then.
1: All right. Now, this one is funny. The next one. (laughs) I thought this was funny. Uh, This son roasted his mom in the purest way possible. Now, you got to play this one because this is funny. Hopefully, this doesn't offend anybody, but I thought it was funny. This little bratty seven-year-old kid told his mom. So, go ahead and you can. (laughs) Hey, y'all. What's
2: up? I just got my braces tightened, and it hurt like hell. Well, if you was doing what you were supposed to be doing, you don't have to get those braces. First of all, what are you talking about if I was you doing what I was... cracking crabs and eating candy all your life. You don't even know me for real, boy. you only been knowing me for seven years, so technically you still don't even know me. Pipe down. And you're going to need braces yourself. You but, trust me, you're going to need braces too. Well, you don't, well, you don't know that because I don't even have my permanents yet. I still got my temporaries. Temporaries? What's temporaries? You really think I'm stupid, Mommy <laughs> No I said You you're must stu- don't think I'm a genius out these streets. <laughs> Yo <laughs> This boy better leave me the hell alone. I'm out here trying to live my best hot girl summer life. Well you and can't be a hot girl or braces. Calm down, mommy. Calm down. Okay, so that's like- it.
1: That's it. Hey, Hang <laughs> <up>? mm-hmm. <laughs> You can tell where that kid gets his attitude. <laughs> oh that was funny. All right. Okay, this one I told Randall. I said, you got to look at this one. These two enjoyed a video together and my heart. So what this is, is a video. Uh, this is a horrible podcast at this point because you're not watching the video. Uh, but this is a video, but it looks like a golden retriever dog, maybe.
0: Yeah.
1: Or a lab. Um, with More a, a
0: golden retriever.
1: With a boy watching something on the computer together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He leans into the dog and then he gives him a kiss. Aww. I kiss my dog all the time, too. Yeah, I do. See that? Isn't that sweet? Doesn't that just warm your heart? Yeah, it does. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Now this one, number 13, it says, This precious pity as in a pit bull, rescued a baby from a fire. Fun fact, before pit bulls were abused and exploited for dog fighting and demonized by the media, they were known as the nanny breed because they were so gentle with children and extremely protective of them. This is the true nature of pit bulls. So, it shows this picture of a pit bull and a little baby. And, um, you know. There you go. Not neat. How may- How come you're not seeing all this, this stuff on the mainstream media, people? Hmm? <laughs> <sighs> All right, this kidder's got a fresh cut. Now, this is cute. This is a, a man who who is not really cutting the cat's hair. <laughs> but, you're going to play the video? Yes. Yeah. But it kind of looks like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somebody's probably choking the cat underneath that collar <laughs> You stay there while we do this video and make it go viral okay and then number 15 oh yeah these two brothers were reunited after 20 years so it says here my dad hasn't seen his brother in over 20 years this is my dad surprising him at the airport so this is kind of sweet um, it's not very long you can watch this too almost a million people have like watched this. So the guy in the orange, or red, or whatever color that is, red, that's the one brother who's standing behind the other brother that's behind him right there. He's waving. Look at me. Hey, hey, look. He's right here. Yeah, he is. I'm going to stand behind him and wait for him to see me. Then he turns around. (laughs) (laughs) And he gets hit the first thing in 20 years. Whap. <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: Meanwhile, someone makes off with this luggage.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Well, so, see. And then one last thing. And lastly, an artist installed seesaws at the U.S.-Mexico border so kids could play together regardless of a wall. Because, yes, we have time to build seesaws, <laughs> but not a wall. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down these seesaws. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, so did you play this video?
0: Trying to.
1: Okay, there it is. Uh-huh. There you go. 16 good things that happened this week. Yep. You heard them here on Bible News Radio. This is BuzzFeed, and this will probably get our, our show kicked off YouTube because of copyright and violation, but whatever. Uh, if uh, if it happens, it happens. Randall Face can edit it, since he's the one that wanted to air this, all of it, if, if we get flagged.
0: <sighs> Guess what? What? We're out of time.
1: Yeah, we are. So... Uh, Back to you. Back to me.
0: I'm out of here. People,
1: bareface is gone. Where did he go? He's over there. Just so you know. All right. As for me, I did weightlift this week. Yeah, I did. Look, you want to see my muscles? You hear that? That's the sound of rock, people. Yeah, it is. Pretty soon, you 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 might actually see it. I've been. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Anyway, all right. So, hey, tomorrow we are going to be back, Lord willing. Yeah, we will. Um, And uh, I hope you guys have a good weekend or good night. Sleep well. Remember, wherever you go, there you are. And also remember that God loves you. Yeah, he does. And he wants to talk to you. Yeah, he does. So open the Bible and read it. Then he'll talk to you. Yeah, he will. All right. So remember, be bold, stand up, and go with God, people, because he loves you. We'll see you tomorrow.